kid, get out there and remember, you're a tiger kid, a tiger! That's the champ, now he's running. How you feeling, kid? Good, good. That's using your head, strategy. You're a genius, kid, a real professor. You're a bum! You're an animal, kid, a bum! Don't worry, kid, it'll heal. No super punch-out, only for Super NES. Get smart, or get knocked stupid. Only 12 guys to go! You're the king, I tell you! The king! You're the king. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Play Retro, episode 20. I'm Scott Johnson, your host, and Glass Joe is a real hoe. No, nice. And hello, I am your other host, Brian Dunaway, and these body blows aren't working. Uppercut. Uppercut, I say. Yeah. Uppercuts. Yeah. And I'm down again. Oh, I'm down again. That's too bad. You faced the yeah. other way and went flat on your face and faced the turnstile on the corner. Yeah. Usually it ended like this. Here comes Mike Tyson. One punch. I'm down. And it's over. Yeah. Yeah. What's that about? Why does that happen to you? Why are you bad at this because video game? Why am I bad? Everybody's bad when they first play against Mike. That's true. Mike was pretty tough. Uh, until he wasn't, and they pulled him out of the game, and he wasn't part of it anymore. That's a story Ooh. for later on today. Uh, yeah, so that's a, well. A he's hint. had he got the last laugh, but go ahead, we'll talk about that in a minute. Did he get the last? <laughs> I feel like we're still laughing at him. I feel like he's getting laughed at now, like right now. We'll see. We'll see how we'll see. his uh, cannabis farm and his idea for a new punch out game goes. We'll see if he gets the last laugh or not. Remind me, did he yes. bite? This is, did he bite the ear yes. off a of holy field before yes. he was dropped from the game or after he was dropped from the game? Um, I think after because I think he was. It, it, look, I'm not going to cast aspersions, but he was having a really tough time when him and Robin Givens were married. Twenty one Jump Street, yep. and then uh, and then things went off the rails pretty heavy. Wait, you mean head of time. the cl- you mean head of the class, not Twenty One Jump Street. I think. She was the 21 Jump Street now? Was she? Robin Gibbons was, you know, <laughs> I don't think Robin Givens is on 21 Jump Street. I'm pretty sure she was. Hold on. Robin Givens. I can't. I don't I'm remember. I'm pretty sure she was. Uh, she's known for. Hold on to your butts. Here we go. Um, She was known for. I'll take my trophy now. Boy, she's in tons of stuff here. Uh, oh, yeah. She was in everything for a minute. Guiding light. Head of the head of the class. Head of the class. But, yeah, but yeah. We know that. Also, so is. Uh, 21 Jump Street. I don't see it. Oh, I don't my. see it. You're mixing her what? up with somebody else. Who are you going to trust? Who are you going to trust? My my old memory uh-huh. or the internet? The internet. Whatever. I'm going with the internet. That's what that's. Holly the, Robinson was on 21 Jump Street. She was married to Rodney Pete. That's right. Oh, uh, look at you, dude. You mixed it all up. I didn't know that. Cole Cash fixed it for me. Thank well, good, you, Cole good, Cash. Good, good, thing, uh, good thing this isn't about retro uh, television shows, or we would have lost already. Oh, I actually, well, if I had a, if I had studied as hard uh, with 21 Jump Street and uh, and head of the class as I did for this episode of Punch Out, I would have got it. I would have yeah. nailed it. Good point. Good yeah. point. I believe yeah. you would have. I truly do. Yeah. Last time I watched 21 Jump Street, the series was. Eight, what, when, when did it when did it last uh, season uh, one 21 jump street would have been 87 to start and then then there you go i think i think that's right yeah yeah no and no refresher since then so no there you no. go now we're watching uh old man uh depp uh in his depositions 
his deposition. Yeah. Did you see that crazy guy that the Amber Heard? I'm not. I'm look. I'm not taking sides. I don't care. I don't care. I, not people. only do I don't care. I don't have. Right. I, I think the, the way people have gotten so invested in this thing is really, yeah. really weird and creepy. Yeah, I don't have the energy. I don't like it. But I will say, I will say this. <laughs> Her expert witness that she brought on, that guy was insane. Did you see that guy? No. With the, that no. guy. What did that guy do? was what, hilarious. What the, was his the deal? Lip smacker. <laughs> oh, no. he was. He was. <laughs> I missed it. I think he was like it was. He given like uh, a testimony towards uh, Johnny Depp's, you know, abilities to be normal. I don't know. It was the psychologist? I don't know. All I know is this guy is all over the place. He's crazy looking. Okay, I missed that. Yeah. The only thing I've heard about is him. Uh, or at one point, she talked about her dog Poop. stepping on a bean. She made a funny face. That's all I know about. Oh, I thought you heard the. Poop the bed. No, well, we were getting a- all kinds of. Well, it's a perfect episode for this with Punch Out with all the rumors and the, yeah, and yeah. the lawsuits and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you're going to look, perfect. if you want to, the Depp, the Depp Heard com- um, uh, trial, perfect fodder <laughs> for going back and talking about uh, the venerable Nintendo series uh, Punch Out. So stick around. Right. And how more. I forgot it was Holly Robinson and not, yeah. It's okay. Robin People, Kittens. it's an easy yeah. thing to do. These are. Lovely ladies from a different era, and we mixed them up, and it's okay. How many years ago was that now? A million. One million. Howard Hessman was still head of the class when they were when this yeah. was going on. Yeah. Howard Hessman has sadly passed. In fact, died last year or this year? Yeah, this, this year. This year. Seems, yeah. seems right. He hit about one. Wow, well, you, are, you are right. We probably shouldn't do a retro TV show just yet. No, not yet. We're not ready for it. Uh, but I will say this. I've been putting my feelers out trying to see if I could procure an Odin uh, oh yes! Turns out it's near impossible. Can't get them. Um, right, you got to be in this, line. Uh, the Odin is that handheld uh, fancy console that just came out this past year that got, got started on uh, Indiegogo, right? Yep, yep. That's where the beginnings yeah. of it was. That's where you can only still order it. By the a- way, you can't do any. You can't do anything else. You got to go in there yeah. and. Ain- yeah. Ain Odin, I believe. A-Y-N Odin, is that what it is? Ain yeah. is the brand, yeah. It's a, uh, yeah. a Chinese dev team thing Chinese. deal. And it's mm. really cool. Go look up the Odin if you haven't. It looks like kind of the ultra ultra freaking retro device, portable device, and uh, really neat in a lot of ways. But the longer it takes to get one, the more it th- I think I should just wait for a Steam Deck, you know, play Agreed. Steam games I'm- as well as a bunch of retro stuff. Like, why am I even worried about it? Right. When the uh, when the Odin uh, uh, was first being shipped out in January, I had the same idea because I'm like, oh, but the Steam Deck is coming, and I just don't know where this chip shortage is going to land at, and I would hate to get an Odin, which is about half the price of a Steam Deck, but yeah. a Steam Deck will do much more, and I, I just got kind of nervous. I couldn't do it, and that's the reason why we ended up getting these Amber Nicks, which we could order and get mm-hmm. that day, yeah. essentially. So It's a nice, nice a stop, stop gap, and those are nice screens, and I've been very happy with yeah. mine, um, yeah. but I just... Oh, I want a Steam Deck is what I really want. That's what I want. I really want a Steam Deck. But that one, this is pretty freaking amazing. It's cheap as, uh, for the, for what you get. I think it's like two two ninety nine seventy nine for the Pro version. Yeah, it, under 300 it, for all of it. Yeah, so, under 300 yeah. yeah. And it looks nice. And it looks like it fits great. It has a really smart sort of ergonomic look to it. I would say similar mm-hmm. to a Switch, but not, not quite that. And uh, it's got a cool name. Yeah, and Odin. Odin's cool. And when they make a new one, they'll call yeah. it the Thor or maybe the Loki, yeah. and the Loki will say, 20 hours Thor. of battery, but only give you one. 
The lo- Loki will be chaos and crazy. I love it. I'm saying you you'll never know what the hell's going on. You put you'll in never a, know. You put in a, a ROM, it'll say you're you're about to play Mario Kart, and, and it'll right. it'll be porn or Lies. something because it's Loki. Because <laughs> I'm Loki. Anyway, I'm just waiting for Steam to you know send me an email and say, hey, you're up because I haven't had that. Yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so you've already you've already kind of put in your your your. Uh, rec- uh, request or what I did it? that. It's not really a pre-order. I did it, it back on day one. It's just they yeah. had the servers were all over the place. It took forever to get in. Once they finally did, it said quarter two or one or something of this right. year, and I was like, oh, okay, fine. But then they delayed it, and so the first sets there, the first ones didn't go out until end of February or whatever it was. And I think right. the current run is still just the second wave. So I think I'm third wave. I'm probably fall. I don't know. I, don't, yeah, I, yeah. I have no idea. All I know is they took five of my dollars, which has probably earned four percent interest by now. <laughs> and uh, I just yeah, they're, they're making a killing off your five dollars. Um, yeah. So the Steam Deck is a really interesting retro machine because that's what I really. That's the reason why I'm having trouble pulling the trigger on the Steam Deck is because I just don't see myself doing much regular gaming on it but i do see myself doing some retro gaming on it oh not me i'd see myself doing every freaking thing on it i'll do everything on it for real like i'll watch tv on that thing i will play all my steam games to sell me listen mom listen what here's what you should do mother no for real like when i was playing uh was i playing the other day rogue legacy 2 fantastic release it's 1.0 now out of out of early access amazing they've done an amazing incredible job it's better than the first one it's amazing as far as I'm concerned, Hall of Fame roguelike game. Uh, yes. I really want to play that in bed. <laughs> and oh, so yeah. I guess yeah. I can get the Switch version when it happens. It hasn't happened yet, I don't think. But I don't want that. I already have the progression, the cloud saves, and the Steam version. How about it a device sense. that I can then take on the road and have all that stuff with me? That's what I want. It makes sense. Absolutely. Steam Deck is the way to go, especially if you're a little more... Oh man, I've just gotten so hung up on retro since we started this show, and I've had, I'm I hardly I yeah. Brian doesn't so play much. regular video games now; he doesn't even touch it. Yeah, I don't even if I I, I can't play anything after two thousand eight. Now it's yeah. just yeah. He's you've gone you've 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 had yeah. that thing happen where where a switch was flipped and you've not yeah. been able to go back. I've been able to go back. Oh yeah, Shipbreaker came out today. Oh, oh wow, one Shipbreaker, right. mm, hard space shipbreaker. Mm, I already tore apart three ships and I haven't had time to play more, but I will after this show. So I'm always down for more of whatever the world's got for me. Uh, but, you know, this seems like a, a combination of the best of two worlds. You'll be able to play whatever the hell you want and a bunch of retro shit and be able to play the retro stuff as well as any PC would. Yeah. So no limitations, no restrictions. You're good. No, you could. You can play those N64s on there, man. How yeah. awesome is that? Yeah. And the and the GameCubes and the PS2s and the whatnots. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Those ROMs are too big, though. I hate all that stuff. Gotten bigger and bigger. Uh, yeah, this is okay. Uh, I heard bad. you soft modded your GameCube. Did this happen? How'd it go? I I did. So I got uh, I got the, uh, uh, oh, my God, which one is it? The uh, Tom yeah, Clancy. Oh, so I, got, uh, I used the, I used the uh, Splinter, Splinter Cell. Cell. Splinter Cell, yeah. Yeah, Splinter Cell. Yep. So there's on the GameCube. There's a soft mod. You don't have to hard mod your your GameCube to be able to play, um, you know, different games. I don't want to be too broad here. Anyway, uh, what I did, how I did it, was I soft modded mine with that Splinter Cell. I put it in there. There's a save game exploit, uh, and you load that up from the memory card, and then it allows you to boot 
from a little uh, small SD card reader that I put under the bottom of my GameCube. I plugged it into one of the little ports. Yeah. It was the whole setup was like I think I paid like ten, fifteen dollars by the time I ordered the game off of eBay, got it really cheap, and I ordered the little parts and stuff. And uh, and now I can load up all of those ISO games onto my GameCube and play it. It's still a process though, because you every you either have to leave your uh, machine on because it boots into what's called Swiss. Yeah. Uh, and what do they call there, it Swiss? There what's can, that about? What's that? Why do they call it? Uh, that? I forget what it's called Swiss for Swiss cheese. I don't oh, know. All right, that's a good question. Okay. Um. So, but I didn't get that deep. Uh, so yeah, so then I just put my SD put my SD card in there. I wrote them from my computer. They put it in it there, yeah. and then I booted stuff up. Yeah. The only problem, like I said, is that you lose the soft mod every time you turn the machine off, and you have to load back up again. You have to load the game exploit. Blah blah blah. That's the so, whole thing with a soft mod, though. Hard mod or hardware yeah. mod means you're you know permanent. But if you do a soft mod, you got to right. you got to do it every time. So I ordered a chip. Uh, that is supposed to allow me, and I'm going to do this. Uh, I'm going to do this next month sometime. Or to chip, and I'm going to hard mod it, uh, and so I won't have to go that route every time. What it actually does is allows me to insert, um, insert my own burnt disc. Yeah. And I ordered a Swiss disc. Haha. From uh, Handheld Legends, by the Swiss way. Disc. I'm starting to get impressed by these guys. Go Ooh, ahead. What gave me the name again? Who is it? Handheld legends. Handheld legends. Those are for those yes. people at home who hear us mention a thing and then not again. We're saying it three times. Right. Handheld. Oh, legends. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it many times because I've been ordering stuff from these guys. And there's a couple of mods I want to do this next month, and I'm going to be ordering some more supplies. So you're definitely going to hear that name a few more times. Excellent. Uh, positive or negative, you're going to hear it. Okay. Um, but yeah. So once I saw that chip on there, then I'll just be able to load uh, my own burnt games or the Swiss, and then I can boot from the from that. Not to put it Splinter Cell at all. I can just put that somewhere. Yeah, you don't ever need keeping. to touch Splinter Cell again. And I love Sam yeah. Fisher, and I love Michael Ironside, and I love right everything to do with that series. And I wish they would do a new one, but I don't want to play that GameCube one over and over and over. Right. right? And now I made it actually sound a little simpler. Than it actually is because there was an extra step. I didn't mention that I do have the thing that made it a lot easier i had to first soft mod my wii so i could load homebrew up so that i could write to a memory card so that i could stick that into my gamecube oh my it gets Lord. complicated yeah but it's not too bad that sounds like a huge pain in the ass it's yeah. actually not it, yeah. oh let me, uh, let me put it's to get your mind around the concept it's hard to get the steps like you need it's hard. Once you actually see the, like a list, if I just wrote you a list of the things I did, it's super easy. Okay. All it's right. super easy. And then next is what? The re- you got to solder that damn chip, and then you're in Fat City. You're good. Yeah, then I'm in Fat City. I don't have to do it anymore. I can be done with it. But what I really love to do is replace the optical drive in this GameCube. That would be the ultimate. Then I don't have to worry about the laser dying on me because that is a, that is a possibility. Yeah. I could do this mod, and then my laser quit on me. And then I wouldn't be able to load the uh, anything up because I wouldn't be able to load the game exploit. I wouldn't be able to load up the Swiss disc. Oh, good point. Yeah. And those lasers have a tendency to do that. They poop out. So, they will. Yeah. And they, they, you know, they get out of alignment and everything else. And so it could happen. So that, that the long-term solution is is there. But then, Scott, you know what I did? You know what I really done after what, all of that? What did you do after, after all, all that? Of that? <sighs> I just should have just... 
I should have just stuck with mod and my 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 Wii because it <laughs> plays all the GameCube games. Yeah, I was gonna say it's basically a GameCube, yeah. like the same chip and is in it. The it same. It has it has four ports on it for my my controllers. Same GPU, everything. everything. Yeah, the whole point of that device was you could put uh, GameCube games in it. It played them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the first release you could do that, and uh, I'm just like, uh, why am I doing all this extra work on the GameCube when I could just literally just do this on the Wii? But I. Mm, Nah, still can't whatever. believe how long they got away with that, though. How yeah. how they went from one console gen to the other and basically didn't change anything about CPU, GPU capabilities, any of that stuff. None of it changed. Right. It was just like, hey, Nothing. we got all this hardware. It's also super cheap now to manufacture. So we're going to make this new device. And the one big kicker will be it's got these Wiimotes that sort of work. Boom. There's Nintendo's yeah. new console. Yeah. Weird. Boom. Weird. It was and it worked. It worked so good yeah, for them. It did, but it annoyed me. And then me. they tried to do that with the Wii U, and it didn't work so good. Well, the Wii U at least had better hardware in it. Like, they upped yeah, the that's CPU true. Yeah, those, they, they were getting all the grief, the grief for not having HD, right? That yeah. was the problem, but that yeah. generation. Yeah. I can't yeah. believe Actually, I'm a little surprised I got away with it still to this day. Yeah. Yeah. Like putting it's out a, a, a maximum of 480p freaking content on a, yeah. in a 1080p generation. It's pretty stupid. Nintendo. Yeah. Come on, dude. Nintendo, come on. Oh, by the way, one more thing before I finish uh, my little what I did this week. Yeah. Uh, update Sega Saturn for the Mr. FPGA hardware uh, emulation device, which I have. Uh, they There was a early, early, early access release of the Sega Saturn for Mr. Do you and trust those? Do you out. trust that stuff? You're fine with how early it is? Not ready for prime. Oh time. yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just goofing around. I mean, I just wanted to see if it worked, and sure enough, it loads up. There was some hoops I had to jump through, but you know me, I like jumping through hoops. You do. Uh, and and uh, if it, there's a hoop, works. Brian will jump through that damn hoop. If you put a hoop in That's front right. of him, oh, you're gonna you want me just. I, I want to play games. I want to jump through the hoop. He's a hoop yes, jumper. God, I talk, yep. Yeah. Every every week I talk about this. The first day that I start to play the retro game for the week that we're going to discuss. Is always a process because that's what it is about uh, being a retro gamer. You gotta, you gotta go through the steps. It's like, oh, where am I gonna emulate this at, and uh, how am I gonna do it? And yep. oh, it doesn't look good here. And how am I gonna control it? I don't know. Where's my? And how much of that game do you actually play? Is the funny part. Like you, I played it a lot. Well, see, like I said, I usually stream one, two, three. F- I usually stream three to four nights at two hours a piece. Uh, of the game that we play. So the first night is usually like at least 30 minutes to an hour worth of me trying to get everything to freaking work. Yeah. And then, you know, the rest of it's like, you know, maybe six to seven hours worth of uh, gaming. So, you know, most of it, more than, you know, three fourths of it is me playing the game. Sure. But wouldn't you agree? That, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I think it's a good thing for you because it's just, it's, to me, this is so Brian Dunaway, like 100% something yeah, you, yeah. you would be. Love it. You spend more time with the tweaking of it and making it function and making it function right. right and all of that, then you'll ever spend playing. I mean, even if you spent the whole two hours, you're never going to play more than that. You're never going to play uh, the eight hour, 10 hour full length of the game. You're going to do it right. enough to say, yep, all my setup worked. That was rad. Now I got to find a way to hook up my mister to my fridge. And then the fridge will tell me when the garage doors open. And you know, that's you, that's you, man. Did you know why Scott? Why? Because I really wish I could go back in time and been one of either an individual game developer or a small group because now games are, you know, except for the indie scene, which I love as well, is just such a big production, right? And like with Punch Out, it was such a small team of people. And I, I wish I could go back in time and 
and make those simpler games because I would enjoy that. Because basically this, I couldn't do that in a modern context without either, either being only a small part of the project or being, or having developed a project for years. Sure. Like most indie games, that's how it is. Small team, one, two people, but it takes years to get it done. Whereas back then it was like, yeah, I can make ET. Give me six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very so, different time. Yeah, yeah. Even some of the stuff in the nineties, I'm always surprised. I'll see like a game from EA or something, and it'll credit yeah. one dude, and you're yeah. like, wait a minute, one guy made this. It's like, right. oh no, there was also music, and that was a different guy. No, you don't understand yeah. that that team for that same like hockey game, let's say today, right, is like 400 people deep. Yeah, yeah, you didn't just have a guy and a couple of music dudes and a sound guy. Like, man, what a weird, what a weird time. Right. I've always uh, wanted to be indie, and man, it'd been great to be indie but big. And that's kind big. of what that stuff was. You know, it's like you big just, indie. Yeah, big indie. Big indie. That's big indie. Like. Big indie. And bad dates. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's get into the game of the week, you guys. We got a big one, and here it is. Shall we play a game? We shall indeed. The game in question this week, as we have hinted to uh, vehemently since we started talking today, is a little game called Punch-Out. And you may have heard of it before. Um, Punch-Out, Super Punch-Out, maybe is the one you play. Did you play Super Punch-Out in the arcade? Did you play Punch-Out on the NES? Did you play it with Mike Tyson? Did you play it not with him? We got all kinds of questions for you and all kinds of answers as well uh, regarding this venerable fighting series from Nintendo. Something they're not really known for, by the way. They don't really... I mean, other than Smash Brothers, not really the fighting game company. Right. Uh, and this was early on Nintendo, too. So it was, what, 1984 when we saw our Punch-Out in the arcade. Yep. Nintendo was coming off their hotness of Donkey Kong, and they decided to do a sports-type game. Mm-hmm. Odd. Yeah, in the mm-hmm. arcade, they did it on two screens. They had a screen up top and a screen on the bottom. And, uh, yeah, yeah, because uh, Nintendo had a monitor problem, right? They ordered too many thanks to Donkey Kong's popularity. They thought that would last forever. Yeah. Instead, they had warehouses full. Yeah, of full monitors. of Donkey Kong monitors. But you know what? <laughs> I say hats off to him for a good use of the thing. Build a build a cabinet that constitutes it. You put yeah. your score and your and your characters up top, and then put your gameplay down bottom and. Hot damn, you got a you video game. And if you weren't in an arcade what, back then, you probably heard, let's see, this would have been the era that sounded a bit like this. Hold on a second. This would have been, yeah. Would have been this era. Yeah. You know, all of that stuff. And you yeah. would have heard, you would have heard in those mid-80s. Body blow. This sound. Body blow. A lot. Body blow. A lot of this. Body, body blow. blow. A lot of body blow. Body blow. In fact, here's how many you might have heard. Check this out. I'm gonna blow your mind here. You ready? Here we go. Watch that. Body blow. Body blow. Body blow. Body blow. There's a lot of body blows. See? Yeah. And um, if, if you yeah. looked at this game and said, because I know when I looked at this game, when I went to arcade, when I first saw the original Punch Out, my mind was blown. I can still feel. I can still remember how I felt because it looked so. It, it, it looked at, at two things. It looked future and retro at the same time. It looked like I'm like holy Moses. They're using a second monitor. Mm-hmm. Now we didn't have. You got to remember, we didn't have TV. Every, people didn't have a TV in every freaking room back in '84. No, so, no, you're lucky yeah, if you we, had one good one. And if your dad was lame like mine, you had like a crappy black and white that never got upgraded. 
So yeah. right. So the idea of having a monitor just to display, all it was doing was displaying the statistics and things and the character, you know, and and all the stats. And it's like, oh my god, that is that is like high dollar, man. I feel like I was in the future mm-hmm. when I saw Punch Out. Oh yeah, Punch Out seemed awesome. like a seemed like a, a next generation kind of uh, arcade jump. Uh, right. in, in a lot of ways, it felt really, like it was in Vegas. Yeah, in, in a lot of ways, you you're right or we're right, but it also wasn't. I mean, it was in a lot of ways it's rudimentary. Too- it's just really smart use of like perspective and how do we make you yeah. uh, be the first person kind of uh, you know character that has to fight this thing, and we'll make him kind of translucent with this green mesh uh, oh, over yes. his body. And and for the longest time, and I was I remember in '84, I'd have been like 13. And I remember thinking, is this Glass Joe? Because you can yes. see through him. And no, Glass Joe's the guy you fight. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's the guy with the really big chin that's going, hit me, hit yeah. me already. Hit me in the so, jaw. Yeah. This thing was doing a couple of things. There was two things going on here that was really important to the design of Punch Out. And that was uh, Nintendo wanted two things. They wanted to get rid of some of those freaking monitors. So they said, okay, we want two monitors. And then they also wanted to make use of a new technology they were using, which was a zooming effect. So these sprites aren't three-dimensional. They're being zoomed in and out. So when the boxer comes on, when your, when your opponent enters the screen uh, and, he, and he looks like he's walking towards you, this is all new stuff, man. Yeah, yeah nobody was doing that. You're zooming in a sprite. Mm-hmm. Nobody was doing that stuff yet. Think of it as uh, no. Super NES would get the, the, the Mode 7. It's, a, right. it's an extension of that. Like, it's, it's that... Um, pseudo hey we're in a 3d space and this is the best we can do kind of deal and they stylized it just enough so it was cartoony as hell and mm-hmm. just made for a, miyamoto a great miyamoto did the uh, initial designs for this too i was reading about some interviews uh i was shocked donkey kong you know you know miyamoto yeah. everybody knows miyamoto yeah, right this is the greatest minds in the history of video games for sure that yeah He's a great so he, he drew the original uh characters but then they took it to a, an animation studio and they they punched him up they punched it up yeah, ha, get yeah. It. punched it up. Punched I get it, up. it. I see what you did there. Uh, <laughs> they hadn't really gotten down any kind of like translucency or transparency, which is why you were a, a wireframe made, not, not even a wireframe in a, in a vector sense. You were made of a bunch of pixels that right. were enough to make you somewhat semi-translucent. The difference between this and two, or rather I should say super, super. Uh, that was in the arcade, the arcade version of Super Punch-Out is very minimal. Right. They're not that different. Uh, those two right. games. Um, I played it's a bunch of both. The, it's mostly the updated roster, which is, I think, to me, is one of the things that really makes Punch Out stand out. Is the unique characters, themed characters. Love that part. One of it. thing I wanted to say about the game, if you wanted to compare it in modern terms, so somebody at home is like, "Well, what's this game like now? Like, what, what, what game would make me feel like this game?" And I'm going to make an argument that the games are kind of souls likes. <laughs> they're they okay. are very much okay. about memorizing what a boxer does yeah and then going oh okay he swings twice the guy before him only swung once where i got a window to punch he sing- swings twice and i need to i need to make sure i duck to the left after i've juked to the right after the first punch or that second punch is going to decimate me i avoid that then i can go in and get him in the face and then now i've got a combo going that's the game yeah, and I almost was going to disagree with you, and then you started explaining it, and I'm like, yeah, you're right. It is kind of the 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 battle part is kind of 
souls like it's souls like yeah. it's, it's like yeah. fighting those bosses you got to learn the patterns you got to understand what you can do and, and what your timing is what their timing is it is mm. very split timing you don't want lag in this scenario no. um i wouldn't call it like quick time event but you yeah. know there's a there's a piece of that to it, a little quality of that or whatever yeah, especially when they like uh, when they step back away from you, they'll uh, they'll kind of step back for just there. There's there's moments when the animation, like you said, also souls like it. It has to complete the animation. Yeah, you've got to have it follow through. You can't interrupt those animations. Um, Dice demand right. on set says it's just like old. It's just old school pattern recognition. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like souls likes are a are a modern version of that. Um, you've got to recognize the patterns, follow them, maximize on them, and win. Right. And that was hard back then, and therefore it ate your quarters pretty regularly. Uh, you had you had a four way joystick, right? Yeah. And two uh, two buttons. You had right, a bot, two you had low and th- low and a high, right? Or no? I can't remember now. Right no. and left. I I think you. I yeah. I think it was was it left and right. Anyway, you had you had a, a four way, two buttons, and then a third button uh, that when you filled up your ko meter, you could knock somebody out like Glass Joe. Yeah, he's a dick. Glass Joe is. Um, I'm looking here real quick. <laughs> he just Glass Joe just wants to quit, man. Glass Joe is just like all about. Can I retire now? That's what was really good about uh, the NES version of this. Uh, the one of the things I think is kind of a little better is the in betweens. Uh, you get to a little bit of story. Uh, what the uh, boxes are thinking? Oh yeah, you go out head. jogging and training, yeah. and you know they do all yeah. kinds of stuff that you don't do in the arcade. Uh, I just found an image of the actual thing. So you've got. To the head, left blow, and body. You got right blow to head ah, and body. You, go. uh, you, you got hook and up. uppercut, which was yeah. like a weird standalone button that was almost like a big like. Uh, yeah, that um, was the knockout hook uppercut button. That yeah. was like a, like almost like a an emergency stop, right? Yeah. Yep. And then you got your your quad, your guard up, your guard down, your dodge right, your dodge left. That's what you did with the joystick. Yeah. Uh, you know, pretty rudimentary, but also kind of kind of yeah, cool. No. no there was no ducking on this one, I don't think. I, think, I don't think it was until Super Punch-Out that you got the duck. Ducking, yeah. Of. Ducking came with yeah. the better, con- well, controllers with more buttons <laughs> is basically what happened. I don't remember in the arcade version of Super, and that's the other thing. This is a weird thing because Super Punch-Out in the arcade is nothing like Super Punch-Out at home except they're both boxing games and are based on the same yeah, property. They're, but they're not the same yeah, game. Yeah, they're nothing. Yeah. No. Which They're is, nothing alike. Uh, I, I thought the same thing too because I had a I had a lot of experience with Super Punch Out. That was the one that was in my arcade when I was playing heavy. We saw because it wasn't a long time between Punch Out the original and then Super Punch Out. The original came in. It wasn't there for long. They replaced it with some stuff. Then Super Punch Out showed up. I liked it probably better. I never played the NES version. At all, I think you know. I, I was aware of it. I saw people play it. I never even played the, the SNES version either. I didn't oh, know the any, SNES version is my main game, dude. I love that. Little one. Mac, what? A li- okay, so the wireframe guy is Little Mac. Yeah. According to, you know, we went back and said, yeah, that guy's Little Mac, even though he was really wired boxer guy. Yeah. Player one. Um, so yeah, I, I thought it was so weird when I started playing, and I'm like, okay, so they went with a really tiny character. And why they didn't call him Mini Mac? <laughs> I don't know. How come he's not but in Smash Brothers? That seems like a crime somehow. I think he isn't. No, is he? I thought he was in Smash Brothers. Is he? Is Little Mac in, in Smash Brothers? Can someone tell me? I don't I, think he is. I, I think he is. I seem like I read something just briefly 
that was about that. It's either either maybe I remembered it wrong. I me, thought Robin Gibbons was on Twenty One Jump Street. <laughs> That's true. You did. Uh, Little Max, <laughs> Smash Wiki. Oh, he is. He is yeah. in it. Okay. Well, then shows what I know. I don't follow Smash enough. I guess. I didn't right. know he ever made it in there. Okay. Uh, so there's that. Now, go back to the NES version. This is the one that most people know because not only did it come home and you could buy it, uh, right. but it featured one Michael Tyson. Uh, you, Mike may, you may Tyson. remember him from Ear Biting McGee. Uh, he, you know, has had his moments. Isn't it weird? He, okay, so Mike Tyson, uh, heavyweight champion of the world, uh, also. Uh, went through a really serious divorce, uh, even went to jail for a while. Uh, but the only thing most people remember is biting the ear off of Andrew Holyfield, right? Oh yeah, because it was an extreme event, man. You don't just uh, yeah. you don't just get past that. That's something that sticks with you, I think. Right. Plenty um, of people go to jail. How many people you know that's bitten the ear off somebody? Yeah, like a, a lot of people <laughs> go to jail. Some of your uncles and you know friends probably yeah. went to jail. Yeah. And they sewed that back on. Don't worry. He got his ear back on. Yeah, he got his, he got his ear back. But now Mike Tyson Box, sells... Boxers get cauliflower ear anyway, so what? they're they're pointless. He sells weed gummies, though, that are shaped like Holyfield's ear, which is great. Um, get and out of here. They do, it does they not. do. That's, does he, that's true. That is 100% true. <laughs> oh, I did not they're know called, that. They're called... Um, hold on. I knew he had a weed farm of sorts. Yeah, Tyson Weed Ears. Let me find the name of these weed ears. That we were gonna, I was going to take one in Vegas and they could, they weren't selling them there because um, things can't be shaped like body parts if they're really? THC in them. Yeah, it's some law over there. Oh, here it is. Mike Tyson selling weed gummies in the shape of a bitten ear. They are called <laughs> Mike Bites. <laughs> Mike Bites. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was going to be like Holy Holyfields or something. I, no, oh. he can't use his name, I don't think, because I don't yeah, think Holyfield yeah. gets any of this money as far as I know. Oh yeah, um, I bet he doesn't. I bet it, that's okay because Mike has made a lot of bad decisions, and I I'm I'm here to say right now before we get into bad mouthing Mike Tyson, and he deserves it for some of the things he did. I'm gonna say that the current Mike Tyson that we have in 2022 is a way better Mike Tyson. He seems who's fun. Learned a whole lot of life lessons. I don't know. I, I, I don't know enough. I don't know him personally, so I just can't say. Neither. And I didn't Neither. care back then either. It's just like whatever. It's another another celebrity we can all make fun of, I guess. But right. the reason for his departure on the game did it have something to do with him biting Holyfield's ear? Yeah, uh, no, it did not. It was not, about not to the my other understanding thing. of the interviews I saw. It was because he was going through a divorce. And she was making, uh, she was saying, and I'm assuming they found, found that's what he true. went to prison for. He was convicted for rape. So I think that's, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He went, yeah, he went to prison for being, uh, for rape. But I think that happened after they had already uh, stopped the contract. I think it was literally Mike was getting a really bad, uh, black eye in our you know, TV yeah. court system <laughs> of what was going on sure. with, with that. So he was just kind of being known as a bad boy at that time. So, you know. Yeah. Well, this is the game you yeah. all played, though. This is the one you thought you wanted yeah. the most. Had Mike Tyson in it. The front of that thing, as Brian showed you with his cartridge, has got like a damn photo of him, which is yeah. weird uh, for this series. And it was the only time he'd be there. Super uh, did not have him on the SNES. Uh, the, the Wii mm-hmm. revival of the game did not have Mike Tyson. As far as I know, yeah. Mike Tyson has never returned to be a part of this at all. Well, sort of, kind of. So, all right, let's get the full story here. There's a game called Power Punch 2, a.k.a. Mike Tyson's Intergalactic Punch. Power Punch. Yeah. Okay. Now, this was something that was supposed to be 
kind of a, a, a it was kind of like a return of Mike Tyson because NES was was in on this. NES was like, yeah, that's fine, let's do this. Um, and they had a third party developer doing it and stuff, and so they were like fine with it. And they finally just kind of all backed out of it. But I played the prototype of the Power Punch Two. By the way, Power Punch One doesn't exist. Stop looking for it. It was literally, you know, it was just trying to be a sequel to Punch Out. Maybe they were hope, just holding the name, going, you know what it is. It was set it's in Power some Punch. alien world, like he'd gotten taken off Earth and had to fight aliens. Yeah, yeah. So Alien Don King uh, recruited uh, Mike Tyson human to fight off uh, off Earth, and so and this, are you playing the video of yeah. me playing? No, somebody else no, playing. This is else. actually good. Yeah, yeah. It's I real, did this. It's super the training. It's super dumb though. Everything. About oh, it is but. Dumb. It, it's kind of fun. Yeah. Is it <laughs> is it kind of fun? Yeah. I mean, come I on. I kind of like it was very punch out like uh except you were fighting aliens. And man, you see in what's going on right now where he's training, that is hard as crap yeah. because you're using uh you have okay, so it's uh there's two there's a left and a right punch and then you got to go high, mid or low. And so when those lights flash, you have to hit it like instantly. And I could I had to have zero lag. To be able to hit those, and even then, I wasn't coming even close. It was, it was pretty intense. Yeah, it's an intense game. Oh yeah, here we go. This is very punch out. Look at this. Oh my gosh. Oh yes, it's totally a punch out. But instead of a big audience of of <laughs> Mario's, you got like uh, you got some alien folks up there. You got the alien. You got actually got Don King up there. But you're fighting aliens, and aliens get more and more ridiculous as you go along. He's fighting the Borg here, I think. Yeah, uh, something like look it. Look at Don King back there freaking out. Yeah, yeah. So that is like Alien Don King. Like literally, they, yeah. they made it. Okay, and yeah. they got here. I'm fighting Lobo or freaking Gene Simmons. I can't. Tell oh, yeah, what. yeah. It's wow. Mobius. Yeah, I would. I would play this. I'd give Lobo. this some time. I would. I, I enjoy it. Like I said, it was a prototype. I think I downloaded the ROM off archive.org. You could play it. There's like some places online you can play it too. So, I mean, let's hear some it's s- pretty dumb, but if you, if you want to. And where was this going to appear? What, what platform? Oh, this was going to be NES. Weird. Yeah, weird, right? Yeah, very weird. But. Yeah. You know, whatever. The guy was trying to clean up his, his and, mess. And by, and by the way, we, we have given Mike Tyson the, the, the rumor or idea is that the reason why they didn't, uh, why they took Mike's name out of it is because they just wanted to sever the relationship. But they, the, the game was already waning in interest. This is 1990 by the time they re released. You know the punch out with not Mike Tyson. So I mean, there wasn't really. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't ways. ever the. I mean, they wouldn't even have a, a proper remake or a proper um, like new game until '94, yeah. and that came out with this with the SNES. So let's let's compare a little bit of audio here. Here's Punch Out on the NES. Pretty basic NES fare here. Check it out. All right. So there's. Oh. Here we go. I'll give you some fighting sounds. Here. Hold on. Here we go. So Ness is ter- as, as you know as it's, hell. Super Ness. What it is? But the arcade, yeah. you got this. You had crowd noises. Yeah, this guy. Okay, we need to talk about this guy for a second. So this guy, tell me about him. Why is he, what is his significance? 
So up until this point, Nintendo of America was pretty much just a place to, uh, to store uh, extra monitors and to do some marketing <laughs> and, you know, to give a little bit of feedback. And so this is the first time they were allowed to really get involved in development of a game. And so the warehouse manager, they found his voice to be pleasing enough to do the body blow. So in between managing all those stupid monitors, he was recording this. That's insane. That they would. They, that, that guy. So is, what they is do? Go around. Go around the insane. office and just say, "Hey, Frank, come here. We need to hear what you sound like." And and we're like, "Oh, this is our guy. This is him. This is it. Yeah, yeah body before, blow." And but, he, I think he was actually punching some of the other people in the in the office. You know, so before before you empty that pallet, say this in the microphone. Body blow. Right. That's what they said. Yeah. Okay. That's it. All yeah. Right. That's and great. He's like, and now I got to get back to work, guys. Yeah, that it guy's definitely awesome. seems like uh, was it Daryl from the office? Yeah, definitely seems like that. Oh yeah, a little bit of oh, that's good. Good comparison. Yeah. Sure, yeah. I like that guy. He's one of my favorite warehouse managers. Which is funny because uh, uh, the the manager in Mike Tyson's. Uh, oh, what is his name? Why am I forgetting his name? They even had a punch out that was based on Doc. It was Doc, wasn't it? Doc. Oh, uh, Doc. Um, oh. Oh, but anyway, he reminds me of uh, another office alum. Why am I forgetting his name? I don't oh know. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I don't know what your problem is. Okay, here. Here I, are the characters. I'm going to read you some, read these. <laughs> Excuse me. So here's your some names. character names from this from this punch out. This Is this the arcade or the NES version? This is the NES. Well, let's see. Characters. Uh, I want all of them. Why is it only giving me stuff? Oh, okay. No, that's not what I want. <laughs> this isn't doing what I want. Here are, <laughs> so the, ones, here are the ones they think are popular. Aaron Ryan. Right. Uh, Mr. Sandman, Bald Bull. Myth? Yeah, that's the arcade. That's that was was that super that Bald Bull. I, I can't remember. Canadian guy. Uh, you got Super Macho Man, Little Mac, of course. Soda yeah, Popinski. Yeah. Yes, Soda Popinski. Because now that makes me think it's the NES version because it wasn't there. It wasn't a, vo- a vodka vodka. It wasn't like a. A Vodginski or something in something the arcade. Something like that. Oh, right. And they didn't want to have a, a, a liquor le- a reference in the home yeah, version. Yeah, yeah. Not, not, not in the console version. Yeah. You had uh, Super Macho Man. Oh, I mentioned him. Bear Hugger. Yeah, he's he's the He's the Bear gross. Hugger. You know, yeah. what, you know what his move is, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I don't even want to tell you. It's horrible. <laughs> and Dom Flamenco is another one. Now, there's plenty more yeah. uh, throughout the history of the series, obviously. Von Kaiser is another one. Kabuki. Yes. Kid Quick. King Hippo Kid was my favorite. I love me some King Hippo. He's Kid Quick freaked me out when I first. Wasn't that the one that, no. Which one's the one that gives you the flying kick that I'm like. Oh, the, yeah, that, that guy. No, that's, yeah, um, yeah. it's a little racist. Where's that name? Oh, yeah. Fling Long Chop. That's it. <laughs> that's the one. That was the one that always freaked me out because I'm like, you know, I, I felt pretty good. I'm starting to get the patterns. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, you can't kick in boxing. Yeah. Can't. <laughs> His, he was problematic. There's a there's a yeah. moment where flu flung kicker or whatever his name is. Let's see if I can find this. I, I threw it away. I sent it to Brian earlier. Um, but it's a Japanese developed game. Yeah. So it, if it, they make it, it, then maybe it's fine. I I don't know. I don't know. This right. would be very offensive if you were to take this guy. <laughs> so for those at home who can't see it, he's a his name's pretty wackadoo. You know, fling long chop. But yeah. he's um. He's got these big buck teeth, and it's just yeah. very stereotypical. Isn't and, that? I mean, look at that. That's crazy. 
Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, ch- you know what this is? This sounds like Japanese people, Japanese developers being a little bit insensitive to Chinese uh, stereotypes. Chinese. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I think that's what that is. I could be I wrong. think you might be right. That does make more sense. Yeah. But it's a, it's a real uh, horror show of characters. These guys are all... What they don't understand is Americans are stupid, and we just think all Asians are the same. So yeah, that's, you really that's, just hurt yourself. Yeah, you guys, are, don't, don't worry about us. <laughs> worry about me. Uh, all right, 94. Let's jump there real quick. The Super NES had a version. This is the one I got hooked on. And uh, I got a little sound from it. Here it is. Lap, lap, lap. Yes. Oh, that's arcade. Hold on. Here we go. Oh, I had this stupid intro with like... Here's his arm. Here's his foot. Here's his glove. Bing, bing, bing. Oh, and Cabby J. You got to fight Cabby J. Oh, yeah. He's the spiritual successor to Glass Joe. Yeah, he's Glass Joe of this game. Basically. And he's French, yeah, he's, too, just like Glass Joe. It's, yeah, he's a French waiter, yeah. just like Glass Joe. Cabby now, what's. Hey, listen to this. <laughs> Fight! A bit more realistic. That sounds more like Sega, doesn't it? A little bit. Still, it, yeah, but it's got Nintendo quality to it. It's hard to explain. It does. But I would say this about the SNES version of the game: it broke a few new ground or b- bits of ground. One of them was the crowd actually animated, so they were all into it. Yes. Uh, Glass Joe, or sorry, uh, Mini Mac, or whatever we're calling him now. Is that his name? The- <laughs> little Mac is his real name. Mini Mac is what I want to call him every time. I'm like, Come on. Uh, he he actually has transparency to him instead of the wireframe mesh thing. Yes. Uh, yes. So they've actually learned how to do alpha stuff and things like that back then. And uh, I played the hell out of that game. That game's great. Something th- this these games are more nuanced than I thought. I thought it was all just about pattern matching, but to learn the patterns is actually there's a lot of clues going on in the game. Like I didn't realize that uh, like flash photography in the audience could indicate that it'd be time to 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 throw a punch there's like all these visual cues and audio cues that yeah. you're not aware of subtle ones. i didn't even know yeah. about it until he started until people were telling me about it I'm like, yeah what? it's a subtle thing that they did and I, I i really respect it i think there's something cool about using um background elements and other stuff as a way to tell you when to do things in a game right um because you want your game to have good understandable visual language for a player to to get what's happening and some games are good at that some are bad yeah. I think this game was and always pretty good at it. And, you know, we've talked about sports games in the past. We even had a whole episode on sports games with our hockey episode and Hockey 94, Sega Genesis. Uh, <laughs> it's the best one. It was. Um, it was so good. And so this was, once again, it's, it's, it was not really – we're not at a sports game necessarily. We're we're pattern matching. We're It's, it's so cartoony that, yeah – it could, it's still a sports game, I suppose. But it's you an don't arcade, have to like sports. It's an arcade sports game, no question. Yeah. Like, there's you know, nothing like realistic about it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I don't care about, about look, it. Look, let me tell you what I don't want to play. Realistic boxing games. No interest. E, e, so, e, so, you dial, so once EA Sports came along, so EA started, they just gobbled everything up. They said, we're taking the sports, all right? Yeah. It's ours. We're doing it. And I'm with you. Once they started introducing real boxers, real stats, that kind of stuff, Eh, my interest kind of waned a little bit. I really like the cartooniness of fighting a guy with a theme. I like I like that uh, there's one character I played in the NES version where he just um, 
he runs the same pattern every time. Yeah. And uh, and once you figure the pattern out, I mean, you just nail him. You just kill him. Yeah. Just and playing games like realistic, I I don't want to be you know smear anybody's desire to play no. a simulation style uh, boxing game when there certainly have been those final not final fight. Um, Fight Night games from EA? Yeah, Fight Night. Highly yes. regarded. People like them, or at least some of them. Um, those are fine. I just don't want... I'm just not interested. I want big, cartoony, yeah. goofy, ball head. You know, guys <laughs> named King Hippo. That's who I want to fight. Right. I want to play in Bean. I want to be Butter Bean or whatever is stupid. Yeah, I want to play stupid... He, he's actually a real character. Um, yeah, I want to play the dumb ones. I want to play the... I want to play Afro Thunder. Yeah. That's, that's my speed. Yeah, same. Same. Yeah. I'm into that. Um, what about what about Ring King? Did you ever play any Ring King? I never back played in the any Ring King. From- no. Was Ring King good? I don't remember if it was good or if people. Okay. So let me tell you about Ring King. Some yeah. people are very sensitive about it. <laughs> okay. So some people say the Ring King is by far the better uh, uh, boxing game of the era. Okay. And so it's Data, Data East Joint hit the arcade, uh, 1985. It allows you to move around the ring. So mm-hmm. that's something you really need to do in the, in the punch out. You pretty much kind of stood stationary. You can left and right, but that's about it. Uh, so, yeah, this one allowed you to walk around the screen, but it was still kind of locked in. So you'd like, uh, there would be like a, a, the character. Everybody has an afro, by the way. There'd be a character, <laughs> and you would kind of like rotate around him. And yeah. uh, so it did give you a lot of options. You got to bob and weave a little bit. It's still just a two-button since it's NES the arcade, I think it's just still two buttons. I mean, you use the action button to punch, yeah. you move one direction to, to, to kind of duck and, and move out of the way. There's not a lot of control, but let me tell you something. I hope they show it here in a second. When you actually go into your, uh, first of all, when you get knocked down, yeah. there's a lot of hugging. This game is weird. There's a lot of hugging. <laughs> and when you fall down, instead of trying to get up, you just kind of hump the floor. <laughs> and then when you go to your, when you, oh my God, see, look at that hit. You say hit, he literally <laughs> knocked him into the audience. Yep. This thing is such a cartoon. Yeah. But then if you go to your corners, the, uh, the cut man, I don't know what he's doing or yeah. the, or your, or your coach or whatever he is, but you got to find it because I don't know what he's doing, but he's not helping. <laughs> What's he? <laughs> what is he doing in your estimation? Do you think I don't know, Data East. Mm. It, I'll tell you. Well, I don't want to say what looks like he's doing. Let's just say he looks like he's doing something he shouldn't be doing. Okay. I'm. I'm yeah, now. I want to find weird, it. It's a weird. It's a weird game, but it, it's you know maybe it's your jam. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's your jam. Maybe, maybe you like. Maybe you like the. Maybe cake, rotating was, around a character is your is what you want to be doing. I get it. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it, it was interesting. It had some, it had some different takes than uh, the Punch Out series. It reminds me, it reminds time. me a little bit of just looking at it here. Reminds me of like one of those old wrestling games. Like this is like a WWF yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. And see, that's what I love about Punch Out because it reminds me of what I really like, which are wrestling games. Yeah, because wrestling games wrestlers are, are all about theater. Good and wrestlers, good wrestling games. Right, I mean. good wrestling. Yeah, yeah, they're all about themes and theater. That's what I like because there are some bad wrestling games, especially recently. <laughs> Like uh, there should be a good modern wrestling game, and I hear that two K twenty two one is pretty good. Uh, yeah, new, new one. I hear that's all right. Coming to Game Pass, I think. Um, Interesting. I gotta watch for that. But but yeah, like they need to get back to just the goofball, ridiculous, over the top crap that those games used to be. Yeah. Instead of trying to simulate the, I don't need to simulate anything. I want them to be ridiculous. <laughs> Go nuts! It's a video game. Go crazy. I. Oh, please, if you are a diehard, hardcore sports gamer and you're listening and going, oh, you guys don't understand, please send us an email at playretroshow at gmail.com and tell us what we're missing. 
Yeah. What was the what's the things that were missing? Because you know what? I kind of like NASCAR games, and I'm not really a big NASCAR fan, but for some reason I don't mind all the stats and everything. But for I just can't get into the boxing games. And maybe you guys got it. No, same. I feel the same way about the baseball right now. I've been playing the show right. 22, and it's it's got its hold on me hard. And I I usually don't care at all about like simulation baseball. But for some reason, that one's really good. Well, then same thing goes. If you don't for like other stuff. Like uh, what's the other one I was playing? It was very simmy. I forgot what it is. It's another sports game. Oh, golf. I play a lot of golf. 2K21's golf game, which is a very serious yes. golf game, and I really like it. Oh, and I God. don't like regular golf at all. So I loved all the 2K games. Yeah, they make good Those games. 2K everything. still makes good games, turns out. Yeah. They should make a competing football game now that the NFL license isn't exclusive to EA anymore. At least I don't think it is. Yeah. They should you do that. But what you should do, Scott, if you don't like a real hyper realistic games, yeah, you should play it. You should play Atari Boxing for the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Oh, dude, that game is it's bad. Oh my god, if you've never seen Atari Boxing, is is even boxing? So it's a top down look, and there's two blobs on screen, a, a white and a black, and uh, it's more like Rock'em Sock'em Robots, where you gotta line up your fist to the other player's face. And uh, the player is constantly like on this magnet, just like being attracted to you. And this guy's killing it. I suck apparently because this guy's actually doing pretty good. Whoever's playing right now is like a world champion Atari boxer, which pretty low bar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> great Activision game. Uh -huh. from <laughs> yep. This is old but, uh, school, dude. This is back when that when the the company who made your game kept their logo on the screen the whole effing time. Yeah. yeah. Those, those <laughs> were the days. Um, yeah. This is a bad video game. I played a bunch of that game back yeah. in the day. It's not good. It's bad. It's it's. Oh, let me tell you, it's about it's about maybe five minutes of fun. That's how most Atari twenty six hundred games are for me nowadays. I will occasionally pop in and look. Does it take almost any learning? You just you just hop in. As a matter of fact, nothing. Play. There's no cutscenes between rounds or anything. You just it, it's just a point tally. If you don't remember what the Atari twenty six hundred mostly did, it was usually. You know, you against somebody else, and it, there was a point tally at the top, and you just made points, and whoever got to the top of the points, there you were. That I remember my, I had a friend named Gary, I think was his name. He had this game Gary. on his Atari, and he used to say, so I'm, I'm showing the screen again, and he used to say the players here, the, the boxers, that right. that thing sticking out of the head is not a nose, but that was like their little wiener. <laughs> that's a penis. Yeah. That's the wiener. Yeah. That's the ween. That's the ween. That's what he used to say. It's like Gary would always go yeah. point to the screen. Well, and would, look, you guys, you can see the wiener. It kind of looks <laughs> like it. That, that nose is really kind of pointless, but I, maybe not. Maybe if I took the nose away, maybe it would disturb me. But yeah, it's it's not a game. There's also a Sega game in the <laughs> arcades in the 70s that has actually been abandoned, and I couldn't find a ROM anywhere. It was a, it was a boxing game. Uh, side side uh, side view, and you used um, used boxing gloves that you would uh, you would hold onto like these boxing gloves, and you would you would actually literally punch into the machine uh, to control the boxers. Do you remember and the Holyfield real deal boxing on the Genesis? Do you remember that? I I do remember it because I played it this past weekend. It's actually one of the better ones, okay. uh, in yeah. my opinion. But I like the Genesis. Yeah, I'm a Genesis guy too, so it's easy to. Yeah, hey, this is that. a real. This is a okay. So Punch Out is kind of is arcadey. Yeah. Uh, this one's a lot slower. It takes a really long time uh, to to play a play a match of this. Look, just to the same guy, um, and you'll notice that there's 
<laughs> there's 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 an ab screen uh, and a face screen, and I thought what was going to happen when I started playing this is that I, as I caused damage, I thought it was going to be like you know like Doom or something, you know, where the face uh, slowly starts you know sagging or or whatever in those little boxes where they show in your face. No, it just slowly turns gray. Yeah. I'm like ah, yeah, well, that's boring. No, nope, I remember but, that. Uh, that might be a good way to describe this game. It's got there's a lot of techniques. You get a lot of do a lot of cool stuff. And since it's on the Sega Genesis, you have uh, three buttons by default. Yeah. Um. And so you know it's it's okay. It's pretty good. Yeah. Check out this Intellivision game. So they had a game called oh. Intellivision Boxing. And, now that uh, looks like Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Right there, <laughs> it totally does. Yeah. Uh, it is. Um. You know, it's a thing of its era. I don't want to poo-poo it too much. Like here's the sound of it. It's 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 an odd. The thing about the television, their their crowd noise sound. It was just white noise. That was all they did. Well, all I can say is this: this destroys the Atari version. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, it's way destroys better. Destroys it. Yeah, I will yeah. give them that. Like as a competitive product, this this is right. the superior game. I'm thinking. Uh, the only downside to this game was that stupid controller. I don't know how you played anything with that thing. Yeah. It's yeah. horrible. That it little disc with the numbers on it. Oh, yeah, we got yeah. we got to do a whole story I, I, about it. I'm dialing in my boxing move. I'm dialing it in. We're doing that one day. We're doing full. <laughs> we're going to go full freaking in television. Go down that road. I do. I have the I have the Odyssey in my closet that I purchased a long, long time ago that I never even hooked up you because hook, I didn't have hook it up a TV with the VHF. But you do now. Plug in. You do now. No, I don't actually. Oh, even the CRTs not have. I I have coaxial, <laughs> yeah. so I guess maybe there's probably an adapter I probably can get. Well, to do that. Listen but. to this, Brian. This is some punch out in a more modern sense. Check this out. Oh. This is French. This is this bit. Okay. It's so weird. It's Punch Out for the Wii. So they re- they made a new Wii game, brand new yeah, Punch Out yeah. game. Called it Punch Out. That was it. It wasn't like a sequel or Punch Out Wii or any of that. Uh, it was just straight up Punch Out. And two thousand nine. It was quite good. It was quite good. No, Mike Tyson. Yeah. My only complaint, no, Mike Tyson had nothing to do with this. Uh, my only complaint was that it um, uh, was I trying to say? I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, that it that it came out kind of late in the life cycle of the Wii, and everybody yeah. had kind of been sick of that and moved on. We were all playing our our you know three sixties and PS threes, and you know just just wasn't doing it for us anymore. And that low resolution stuff just kind of put me off it. So I never gave it the time of day, but. Uh, the one or two times I got to play it, it's a great little game. It's a great one yeah. of these. Yeah. It's good. We need it. We need a big, loud, stupid boxing game. I like I said, Punch Out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of my favorites. But then followed very closely, it's got to be you know, what forty boxing? <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> no, you wrote no, in. You wrote I in here did. the thing about a game I'd never even heard of was this Champions Forever Boxing. And yes, for the for the PC Engine Turbo Graphics, probably reason why I never heard of it. Yeah, that's but probably has, why I had no idea this existed. But man, they have the dumbest song in this. I, um, 
disagree. I'm going to play Best it. Best song. I'm going to play a little Best bit of song. it, okay? This is from Champions Forever. In fact, hold on, chat. I'll put the video up. PC Engine TurboGrafx-16. Yeah, Champions. this is, uh, what, 94-ish? Something like that? Something maybe, like that, Maybe yeah. 95. Um, here it comes. I'll pull it up here. A little bit more of a move around the ring and box kind of kind of deal. Uh, you know, aiming for a more realistic experience, I think. Uh, and it looks good, by the way. The game actually looks yeah. good. But anyway, here's the, here's this horrible intro thing at the top of it. Check it out. Fuck. How hard can you hit? Yeah. There's more. Yeah. In this corner, and then doesn't say the name. In this corner, <laughs> they didn't have the they have the tech for that. Box, box, box. And here's the boxing. Yeah, it's um, it's fine. It's fine. It, it looks fine. I would argue that is so. It, it kind of like I was trying to figure out which one was my favorite. I couldn't figure out. Punch out for the nostalgia, which was basically just the Gillette cavalcade of sports boxing from the whenever's <laughs> way, way old. The fifties. You ever heard? Yeah. Yeah. That that is so it's just a remake of that. And then and then that one. And then ready to rumble. Nothing jack. Look, if you're gonna have a sports, if you're gonna have like a wrestling or a boxing game, I need some music to come out pumped up on. That's part of this boxing experience when Punch-Out nailed it right out the gate with the audience. And, you know, that was that was brilliant. The announcer, all that stuff. I think that's brilliant. Well, but you got to have you got to have the jam to Here, Ready for to. Rumble had this song, had this music. Uh, let's get her. Oh, this is just a play. Hold on, let's play the actual music. Here we go. This is Ready for Rumble. Let's get ready to rumble. We're ready to rumble. Oi, oi. Sing again. Let's get ready to rumble. Let's get ready to rumble. That's horrible, dude. It's bad. I let that demo screen just run while I was doing other things, man. I love that. <laughs> You're talking about it. Now, that game ended up having three games. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Ready to Rumble is, is fantastic. I love it. it. It took what Punch Out was and took it to an 11 and made it so much fun. Yeah. Um, let's see if I have I have some gameplay here I can show. Um, yeah, it's I love that game. In fact, I remember when I got my Dreamcast, it was one of the ones I made sure to pick up. Yeah. Because in my mind, this was like the hot, you know, one of the hot games to get. This was like one of the reasons you wanted to get a Dreamcast is you could play this next generation freaking fighting game. But it also featured, you know, big cartoony goofballs, which I was super into. <laughs> Compared to, you know, I didn't want realism. And so we yeah. went this way. Uh, there's actually an N64 version of this game. Yeah, PlayStation um, version, a Game Boy, and a Game Boy Color, which I yeah. didn't get a chance to look at, but I'm totally interested. To find PS2 out got it. Like. Um, GameCube may have had one. I can't remember. Uh, actually, the GameCube had very few boxing games. I think it only had um, maybe one or two. Not a huge... 
number of boxing games. Apparently, people agree with you, Scott. The C-stick is not for sticking and punching. Nope. Nope. Doesn't work. Uh, here's some uh, some audio from Punch or from uh, Ready to Rumble. And oh, and this was clearly like one, a, a, a vehicle to make sure that dude who says "Let's get ready." I can't think of his name. Yeah, but yeah. That guy's let's a, get ready to rumble. That guy. He's in. He's all up in this game. He's like represented yeah. in it. He's there. He is right there, Chad. He's this you know full on polygonal version of the guy. He gets to use his thing, which apparently has copyrighted or or, or you know yeah. trademarks. So every time someone uses it, they have to pay him. So this is That's like right. a total thing for him but here's some of that you can hear some of the player voices as well this is pretty great uh, let's get ready to rumble let's get ready to rumble I cut that short okay check this out we're about to get characters and they're the worst ladies and gentlemen boys and girls from Zagreb Croatia wearing the blue trunks with black trim and weighing in at 220 pounds, the invincible Boris the Bear Nakama. Nakama. I have enhanced superior training. Superior From New training. York City, New York. Right, wearing the red trunks with yellow trim. And weighing in at 120 pounds, the Funkadelic Boogie Bro Afro Thunder. My favorite it's character to play is Afro Thunder. It's time to dance. It's time to dance. Dance, sucker. So they were trying to make, making him Chris Rock or something. Chris Rock, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that guy. <laughs> uh, I used to be kind of a graphics powerhouse. I look at it now. Yeah. Oof. It ain't so. Oh, great. it was it was the hotness when it came out, and I I loved it. They had the they had all the mechanics. They had Rumble. Uh, instead of uh, instead of building up the KO meter, you would and then you would just be able to just go to town. The only thing you could do when when that other guy got the rumble was just run, mm-hmm. run, yeah, because he was going to knock your butt out. I don't think boxing games. So this brings up a, a bigger question uh, about today. Does anyone right. care about them now? I don't think they do. I, don't um, think- I was looking for some modern boxing games, and there's nothing outside of you know the. It's all you. It's all use UFC and now, right? Like MMA. yeah, it's most UFC stuff. Boxing. Yeah. We we okay. So Mike Tyson really did usher in just a, a a huge new interest to boxing during that time, almost for more than a decade, probably or so. Yeah, boxing he's, was. He's the Tiger Woods really, of boxing. I think it's like yeah. suddenly everybody yeah. wants to be into it because there's some breakout star. You know, it's hard yeah. to avoid it. And he was he was bringing out the old guys, and they were he was he was teaching me stuff about boxing that I didn't know. And I did watch a couple of uh, Tyson fights from this period, uh, just to kind of get an idea of what was going on. Uh, and you know he was he was just winning left and right, and just killing people, just not literally, uh, just you know putting people down within first round, first couple of seconds. And so uh, they they uh, and so uh, Nintendo caught Mike Tyson before he was coming up and then they let him go before he uh, hit bottom. So yep. they made a deal with him for like, I think he got like $1.2 million or something. He said recently in an interview, yeah. uh, Mike Tyson did. Yeah. And you know, they made so much money off of him, but this is before he got, they, they made that deal before he uh, had got the, you know, the belt or whatever it is, the, the, the title of yeah. heavyweight champion of the world. So now what I'm doing right they now get is belts showing... in boxing. Yeah, you get, you do. Uh, now I'm showing okay. I'm showing some UFC here just for comparison. McGregor. This is uh, UFC four, I believe, from EA. 
right. you know, pretty realistic, relatively new, you know, modern video game. Oh, he's such a goofball. Look at this. Look at this. Yeah. Well, this I guy. Mean, any of them kick my ass, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, they could, but he's in, yeah. he's weird. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, it is. I think this is it now. This is what people. If you're doing a fighting video game that isn't Mortal Kombat style, side scrolling, you know, right? Uh, Street Fighter. This based. is what you're playing. Yeah, you're doing this. Yes. Oh yeah, I agree. And I and I kind of wish wrestling was the big thing again because I think I don't even <laughs> like real re- like regular TV wrestling. Like pro right. wrestling, I don't care about from a live perspective, but it's perfect for video game fodder. Just yeah, do yeah. dumb things. Jump off the top of the deal. Smash on somebody with a chair. Throw this guy out of the ring and have him, you know, collapse a bunch of tables. That's funny. That's good. It's, it's what it's, it's funny because it's what you would do if you were a wrestler. Yeah. So that's what makes it great. Yeah. yeah I completely agree. All right. Uh, what else we want to say? Oh, so oh, oh, so so before. Mike Tyson was released in Japan. Yeah. I thought I thought this was a pretty interesting story. I didn't know anything about this. Uh, they gave out uh, ten thousand golden carts of Punch Out without the Mike Tyson branding, but it was complete, just like you would see later on with just the stats of Mike. Why Tyson gold? Stuff. What was the deal there? Just like you, you're the winner, um, first place gold. It was part of, of a. It was in night. It was it was for the NES. Uh, it was part of a. A golf tournament uh, thing. You could get it. You could get it if you won. If you won the golf tournament in your area, you would get the gold disc. And they gave a bunch of them away for other promotions. And uh, so I, I was interested. I was like, "Whoa, that's ten thousand. That's that's kind of a lot. I mean, it's not like super limited run." So I hit eBay. People are selling them for like three, six thousand dollars, and I'm like, mm, "That seems a bit high." And so I did a completed listings look, and I only seen one cart sell in the last six months, and it sold for about three hundred dollars. So I don't think there's much collectability there, but I did think it was interesting they gave out those Willy Wonka style uh, golden carts, essentially. Mike TV. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Did you? So um, how many? I feel like Nintendo did this every five minutes. Made a gold cart right. version of a game. Uh, yeah, that did happen a good bit. Did you ever own, like, back then, do you ever own, like, I think I had the Zelda yeah. Ocarina of Time gold cart. I think I had that. Right. Yeah. See, I didn't have an NES back in the or back in the day. The first Nintendo, I didn't buy a Nintendo until I bought a GameCube. I think that was the first one I actually went and purchased. Damn, I had really? received a Crazy. few. I had received a few, an NES, an SNES, and an N64, hand-me-downs from other people who were like, this is stupid, I'm bored. Yeah. <laughs> I uh yeah I'm I I don't know why that was that was just a thing they were into and I only ever bought the one got Ocarina of Time for my uh N64 thought it was cool because right. it was gold that's as far as I ever took it that was it It seems like it would be worth more until you find out they made 10,000 more just like it yeah I don't think they're worth much now maybe they are I haven't looked on eBay in a while well, yeah. once again, anytime you go to eBay, I mean, people get so excited. It's like, oh, I bet I can sell this for a million dollars. It's like, no, you you can't. It's yeah. really not. No. You think it's always important to look for completed listings and that kind of stuff. Don't oh, get too shit. Excited. Look I take it back. This, this thing's going for 500 bucks a cartridge. Jeez. Now, is that, is that completed listing or is that people pipe dreaming? Um, This guy's trying to sell it unboxed for 900. 900. Uh, this one is. Tell me what you tell me what you had again. You had the gold. Gonna do a little retro purchasing right here on Legend of Zelda. 
Oh, you know what? These are for, um, sorry, oh, this is for hard. Lincoln time. So it's the original, right? Legend of Zelda Gold original? Yeah. I can't tell now. They've got weird listings in here. Yeah. I'm okay. Seeing some this for is like the Super NES Legend of Zelda first print TM Nintendo NES Gold. So this is an NES game. So this is the original Legend of Zelda that is going for four ninety nine in the gold cartridge. So I take I take it back about the the N sixty four cartridge. Right. I have no idea on that. But still, it's a lot. Four ninety nine. Yeah. Good lord. Yeah. Think or you could just emulate it. Yeah, you could just emulate it. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously the point of it is to have the gold cartridge, right? Yes. Yeah, the the, the point is to put it on your shelf and, and to look at it and go pretty. But we've talked about that in the past. Hey, if you're a collector and you like to collect things and put things in boxes, good for you. That's great. That's not me. I like to game and I like to I like to hold them in my hands. You'll notice that these this Mike Tyson punch out cart that I have, it's all beat up and got a big old crack in it. And you'll notice it's not sitting in some kind of case or anything and i stuck it in and pulled it out and stuck it in and pulled it out of my retron 5 when i was playing i just disassembled the cart and cleaned the contacts and i even blew on it <laughs> nothing precious about this to me other than the joy it gives me when i play it yeah right I, uh, yeah for That's sure it. yeah it's um hold on a second here i want to see i want to keep it in good condition but nothing precious about no it. you don't have to be precious about it play things have fun with things first that's what i say yeah um, even in these cases, most of these for four or $500 is just, they're in great shape, but they, they are yeah. playable and they've been played. So yeah. the ones that kill me are the ones that are, uh, they're sealed, never been open. I'm like, why would I want that? Yeah. Why would I want to be responsible <laughs> for preserving that? That well, makes me nervous. Unless you can you get to it put for that like in a warehouse somewhere locked up, get it for a hundred bucks, sell it for a thousand. See? I don't, I don't even want to. That would just make me feel dirty. You're not into it, eh? I've got a weird thing. Mm. I know it's me. That would make me feel dirty if I was like, because somebody out there, it's their dream to own that. And I'm like, I don't want to make money off that. You don't want to be, you don't want to ruin someone else's dream. (laughs) I don't want to make money off that. Chat room, uh, very, very nicely. Chat room found uh, the Zelda Ocarina of Time Gold Collector's Edition. Uh, four hundred bucks. So those are going pretty good right. too, and that's sold for four hundred. Wow. There you go. There uh, you go. See now, I I like. I'm not necessarily a complete in box kind of guy. I don't really care about the box. I do like the sleeve and the manual. Yeah. I got. I like the manual just because that's fun for me. That's part of the experience. You're a manual I don't need guy. The box. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't nothing need wrong with that. Um. Why? What's? Why are these called five screw cartridges? What does that mean? Oh, because they had the five screw cart. So you got you got to know. So some of them are only three, and some are five. You have to know what uh, what type of screw they are. Well, why does it matter? Them. What's the what's the thing? Why, oh, why I'm is... sure they're just different versioning. I'm sure it's just uh, you know. Oh, okay. this one's this is more rare. There was only a limited run of the five hole. That's uh, once that again, it? like I said, it gets into the whole collector's thing. It's like, oh, it's rare, and it's like. Do I really care if it's five or yeah. three? I don't know. <laughs> Odd the Quiet says, none of this matters. You're right. None of it matters. As long as you're having fun playing the game. That's what we're about here on Play Retro Show. You're probably not going to, if you're ever here to go, oh, I need to know the latest information on, you know, the hottest products out there for the best price and, well, best price maybe, uh, to, to make a turnover. We're not, I'm not into that. No, Scott I'm not in that business. Day. I'm not in that world. I don't know nothing about yeah. it. I, five screws, nothing what the hell is that? It. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it if that's what you want to invest your money into. No, sure. go for it. You know do what? It. It's better than NFTs or something. Go for it. Yeah, do it. Do it. You got money. You don't want to play the game. You just want to invest and then trade up. Do it. 
No problem. But I'll die. I'll die poor <laughs> and happy with my stupid memories of video games. Yeah, that's that's He'll, what's gonna happen. I'm gonna die of a body blow. Body blow. All right, let's get body into blow. the uh, let's get to our uh, our guess our games this week. Guess it's a fun my little, game. It's a little fun segment we do where we try to guess each other's game based on some brief audio. And uh, here's your thing for it. Destroy it. <laughs> X chicken. X chicken. All right, we're gonna we're gonna Next get right chicken. to it. Uh, I'm Brian, made of magnets. Oh. My uh, <laughs> my hint is March twenty first, two thousand one. I've given you a year. Oh and a wow, month. that's 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 late stuff. That's we we've, we're pretty much in uh, uh, PlayStation era. Well, stuff, we're twenty right? years back, which is all, which is my rule on retro. So. Yeah, yeah, that's the same with me. Yeah, yeah, um, maybe a little more because we do some GameCube stuff on here. But anyway. Uh, March 21st, 2001. Here is my sound. You see if you can figure it out. Here you go. Uh, the other hint I'll give you is this is a a port from a different console, if that helps. A port from a different console. Yep, this was ported from a different console than the one I'm about to play sound from. Okay? okay. I actually played it today, and it's still an amazing game. I think I may keep playing it. Here you go. stuff so give it a sec here oh that sound gives it away for me sounds like birds or something it's a little birdie little birdie okay this next bit so you can tell what this is No, definitely not a spot or virgin game. Uh, the next hint I will give you is it was made by Sonic Team. Okay, Sonic Team. Remember how they used to do that for their logo? Yeah, Sonic yeah, yeah. But it was you saying this game audio is from a different console than the one I'm supposed to be guessing? No, you can still. You know what? If you guess it on any console, it's fine. But I can tell you okay, this so started... It across. It was from the Sonic team. It was multiple systems from 1991. Chat room says Choplifter. Incorrect. Not correct, chop room. Chat room. Choplift. Chopper. Are the, are the characters bouncing around like up and down? Nope. Nope. Okay. They're running. I'll say that. Okay, next hint. Yeah. Next hint. Oh, they, this is good. That sound right there is finishing a level. Next hint is it's kind of a puzzle game. Kind of a puzzle game. Wow. Wow. Um, Do you give up? Wow. I give up. I don't know this game at all. Sega, Sonic Team, made it originally for a little console called the Dreamcast. But when the Dreamcast went away, they were like, well, we should put this cool game on other things. Uh, he's still not there. Nothing. Uh, uh-uh, nothing. Okay. How about this? Um, play a commercial. Hey, not, Here's a commercial for the so. game. All right. Here you go. All right. All right. All right. Does that help it's you? It's a Dreamcast game. It's... <laughs> Uh, they said Patapon. the name. They said the name in the in the song. 
But they said it. They they say it in Japanese. Nope. It's here. I'll do it again. Just a little bit at the beginning. There, they just said it. Oh, choo choo rocket. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I never played this. I never played this. I know what it is, but choo choo rocket. Okay. Dude, choo choo yeah. rocket is one of That's the greatest weird. little puzzle games ever made. It deserves I've never played to be choo choo rocket. Oh, it's so good. So the reason that, the reason is I'm I'm all this clandestine conversation about where it's on, what it's on and stuff. This is a GBA port of the game, and that's the really? one where I played the most. I pl- I had it on on the uh, it- Dreamcast. I definitely had it there. Yeah, but I played the most on that Game Boy uh, Advance game. I just played the hell out of never, it on there. Never played it even once. It's that's, a great game. It's an amazing yeah, game. It it's like basically it. just a puzzle game. Uh, and you're trying to, you know, using limited numbers of, of arrows that you can place down on the board, uh, you, you place them down first and then you hope that once you hit go, all these little, whatever they are, bugs or cats or whatever they are, are going to get to their end zones and they run off and do that. And if they miss, well, then you reset and start over and try to figure it out. It's just a very cool, nifty thing. It's very good. I like it. I like it. I've never played it. That's good. Yeah. I like it when you play myself. I'm like, I'm like, I didn't even, I didn't sound like anything I ever listened here, heard in my life. I've apparently never even been around that one anywhere. That's wild. Yeah. It's insane. Uh, but I love it. Uh, all right. Brian, See, I'm this play is the reason why, this is the reason why when you say, oh, you just jump back and forth between modern video games, old games. There's so many old games I've never played. And they just, there's just so many. Oh, they'll pile so up. Many. Man, there's so many. You're right. Yeah, so many. You are correct about that. All right. Hey, uh, yours is 1995. Any other hints? And the year is 1995. Uh, <laughs> I'll give you a hint if you need one. All right. Let's play. Daytona. Oh, it's Daytona. <laughs> Daytona Racing. You think so? Yeah. He just said Daytona. Yeah. No, I know he did. Yeah. Hold on. Let me hear that again. Are you ready for love? What is this? Hold on. But you're in the right genre. Yeah! It's a new record! Maybe not. Great Wait a minute. Job. I got everything on camera, so you'll watch it later, huh? You're the greatest. It's definitely Sega Arcade. Yeah, now I'm starting to think maybe, maybe I grabbed the wrong audio clip. I don't think so. Wait a minute. All right, let me play the very first part again. That sounds like Daytona, USA. Hold on. (laughs) That's what that sounds like. It kind of does sound like that, but no, I can definitely, uh, I can definitely say that it's not that. Okay, it's a racing game. It is a racing game. Is it uh, Sega makes it? Uh, No, actually, this was for the PlayStation. Oh, Ridge Racer. Ridge Racer. Is that it? That's it. Oh Ridge my Racer. Gosh. Why does it have the Daytona guy? I don't think he said Daytona. He doesn't. He says something else, but it's that. Here, listen to this. Okay, so there's that, right? Um, I'm going to find this. Hold on. Daytona song. Okay, here's what this sounds like. Oh my God. Turn that off. All right, here we go. Listen to this. All right, do you hear that? I can hear and now, it now. Now yeah. hear this. Wait, why is it stop? Why isn't it playing? Oh, I turned it. Oh, no. 
<laughs> What's the difference? It's the same. <laughs> oh, hold on a second. I'm about to just put, oh, don't ignore that link. I'm about to post the link in the. Okay, so there, there's a that second one uh, that I posted in the Discord is where I grabbed that from. All right, let's see. I'm gonna hit. My gosh, this is the same song. They have the song. They maybe they do. They, they obviously have. They absolutely do. Okay, so this right, is Ridge Racer. Somebody lied to me. It just starts with Ridge Racer. Starts with the PlayStation logo screen and let's. Uh, well, no, yeah. this is definitely Ridge Racer, but I didn't know they borrowed right. this song. So hold on, this is freaking me out. Literally freaking me out. All right, so <laughs> let me play this one more time. Okay, there's that's from your game. All right, 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 here right. It is here. It's the song. It's, it, it sounds like the same song. What? <laughs> that's got you're having the moment I had earlier when I was uh, and I posted it somewhere. Oh yeah, under random shit, under little known facts and stories that in our notes. Um, I was listening to a uh, stick song. Uh, I'm okay song from 1978 on Spotify this morning. Oh yeah. I should play this. And yeah. Um, and, and keep explaining and it, it, it. Yeah. Tell people what it is. And it, yeah. And so when I, when I, when I was listening to it, I was listening to the song and all of a sudden I was like, Oh weird. I just heard Mario say Yahoo. And I'm like, oh, do I have like another tab <laughs> open or something? Do I have a tab open that is, uh, yeah. playing Mario or something? Yeah. And, uh, no, it was just him yelling it. So I, I, I stitched together, uh, Mario saying Yahoo, and then Sticks saying Yahoo, and then Mario again, just so you can kind of get an idea of how I heard it. All right, well, let me let me play that. I want to see how people hear this. Here you go. Oh my gosh! That second Yahoo is Sticks. That yeah. is not Mario at all. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Okay, well, I, I'm I'm actually I'm really kind of beside myself on this Daytona thing. Yeah, because I because that Daytona song, all I hear in my head when I think of Daytona, the the racing game, is that right. theme song. And yeah, when it makes I, sense. I hear that in Ridge Racer, which I also played, but I don't remember that being in there. That's really freaking weird. Weird that is weird. All right, that I, made I my day. I just that because it's like right away Daytona. I got it. Nailed it. Nope. That made my day. Question. I freaking loved it. All right, check this out. <laughs> Welcome to the Treasure Room. Time for emails sent to us at playretroshow at gmail.com. We're going to do two of them today. One comes from Jason, a.k.a. Free Rangers in the chat room. Is he in there tonight? Free Rangers! I don't see him in there. He might be in there. Uh, he says, hello, Scott and Brian. Love the Play hey. Retro Show. It is the highlight of my podcast listening week. Is the Metal Gear Solid series considered retro now? The PS1 version came yes. out in 1998. <laughs> I think that constitutes as retro now, and the uh, Metal Gear Solid games would be a fun topic to cover. Before I finish this email, yes. Totally counts. Yes. 100%. The answer is yes. Yeah, and the, the again, NES games, too. They didn't start on the PlayStation. Right. You know, the NES games were there before that. So and def- just remember, were. this is Scott and Brian's, it's, it's all subjective. It's gotten Brian's definition of retro. We said that this range is retro. 
to us. Yeah. It's and, so this and, definitely falls and, into and the it'll float trip. sometimes if it makes sense to float. Yeah. We're not going to be weird about yeah. it, you know, like No. I mean, basically games. it has to have a couple of things that make it seem like it's at least two or three generations behind yeah. in a significant way. Yeah. But this is definitely one of those. It's square there in the 90s, late 90s but still there and before it were the NES Metal Gear Solids, and there's such a huge story around where Metal Gear went after that and where it is today. Like it's an it, that's an amazing show topic. We're absolutely doing mm-hmm. that. Uh, he goes on to say, uh, also, if you ever consider doing a topic on retro hardware, I'd love to hear an episode about the Virtual Boy, Dreamcast, other failed consoles, and how they tried to bring something different to the market but ultimately couldn't make it work. Keep on playing retro, Jason. 100% on that as well. I want to do a whole thing on the Atari Jaguar. I want to do a whole thing on the 5200 and 7800. Oh, yes. I want to do stuff on this new Intellivision that looks like it's never going to happen, but there's like supposed to be a yeah. follow-up coming that's been in yeah. development for years and kickstarted and all that. Um, you know, Coleco had some real slip-ups. Like, you know, the Dreamcast is maybe the biggest, most, most stream or most mainline one that we can think of, but all of this stuff deserves our attention. That's why we started a show like this. Yeah. Cause we know we can go on forever. There's a million of these. Right. There's so much stuff. Yeah. Like, matter of fact, I almost feel guilty sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, we've got so much stuff to cover. I'm like, we're only doing this once a week. We're never going to get to the end. Yeah, I know. And that's okay. I, yeah. uh, the dreamcast actually, I feel a little sad when I talk about it. Cause I loved that console so much. It is such a, yeah, I love it so much. And it really did mark the end of Sega as, Sega we, as we knew them. So, yeah. yeah. They're doing great they now. They, pub, they got an amazing publishing arm. Now they, they, they're killing it. There's nothing wrong with Sega in 2022. They're doing great, but right. that, that hardware generation, that was it for them. They were out yeah. and we can blame S- Sony for it. Oh, totally blame Sony. hundred <laughs> percent PS2. It's your fault. You dick it's giant. Your, it's your problem. You your giant fault. highest selling console of all time. Dick. Which was also you ruined really nice everything, machine. and also has like some of the most titles of any console ever. I would like to get into that one day too. The number of games, the library, the game library size of each of the uh, of mm-hmm. the consoles, because yeah. it varies a lot from yeah. the, the N sixty four, which is like three hundred, yeah, to like you know six seven thousand for the PlayStation two. It's yeah, crazy. it's insane. The the, the yeah, I mean, we don't even get into the PC because you'll never end. Talking about yeah, that. you'll never end. Actually, now it's hard to do it all. Like if you were to look back on this, Switch, just say twenty years from now, the Switch is retro. There right. are too many indie games in that store. <laughs> like yeah, it's just yeah. we're in a different era. It's going to have to be. It's going to have to be looked at differently in the future. Right. And maybe we'll still be around to do it. I remember back in twenty twenty two. Brian, get my pills. We have a show. <laughs> uh, here's one from Ryan. I already took the pills. <laughs> Ryan says. Uh, Scott lamenting how weird the N64 controller reminded me that there or was reminded me that there was formerly uh, very or, sorry when I was formerly really into console fighting games in particular Tekken I purchased two Namco branded arcade sticks they were amazing quality with metal bodies and actual arcade click buttons yes. unfortunately they were convex eh, it depends on how you feel about it whatever yeah uh, we used them for every fighting game we could and for Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I'm sure if you ever saw these sticks, or if you ever saw these sticks, but they were amazing. Thanks for the great show that brings back so many great memories, Ryan. Um, I don't remember that. The Namco branded arcade sticks, I don't remember that. Um, I'm sure either. they were I'm nice. Trying to, I'm trying to find some uh, reference to it now. Oh, those are nice if that's the ones he's talking about. Because Tekken um, was making a real push back then. And um, yeah. it wouldn't surprise me 
Oh, let's see here. Are they Tekken branded though? But there's a ton in here Namco that are branded. confusing. Oh, Namco branded. Maybe this is. There's a Japanese one that looks pretty good. Ooh, that is nice. Oh God, I want this. Yeah, look at this, Chad. This, this is, is smooth. Pretty smooth. Pretty slick. Oh, an unboxing a new original Namco PlayStation arcade stick from 1996. I don't know if you see this one or not. No, so send, nice put that in the, share that in the hoo-ha there. All right, share that. In the, the dealy hole, yeah. I want to see what put you got. Put that in the dealy hole and yeah. smoke it. Rub that in there. I still just see Ridge Racer. Oh, give me the, give me the, give me the, give me the link. Give Look, me the, I just see Ridge link. Racer. That's all I see is Ridge Racer. That's it. I'm working on it. That's the all link. I see. Give me the link. Oh, all right. There, there it is. Okay, hold on. Oh, yeah, here it is. Um, oh, Reddit. That may not be the one, but that was the one I was looking at. Reddit to the rescue. Is this the one? This is probably it. That's the N64. Oh, I mean, okay. So good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This. Well, either way, I think this is the, right. the design. It looks like the convex buttons, too. That's what I was trying to see. I didn't know they branded their own arcade sticks, fighting sticks. Arcade. That's cool. I mean, they were really pushing great. Tekken. Tekken was a big deal on PlayStation and PlayStation 2. So, yeah, I'm not that surprised. I, you know, I have a love-hate relationship with Tekken. It could be a whole show unto itself, but I thought Tekken 1 was amazing, and I thought Tekken Tag Team Tournament, I believe, was amazing. And now when I try to play Tekken, I don't like Tekken. I don't know why. I don't right. know what changed. Something, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but Fair. it's not. Is that... <laughs> I, that's that's the only that's the only Namco branded controller I'll ever use. Yeah, this is the one here, chat. Sorry, I have to show this. This is too good. Look at that dumb thing. Oh, I can't get it to copy out. Oh no, that's yeah, all right. Um, anyway, or I'll just show it on screen here. Hold on, chat. You guys can see it. There it is. Look at that thing. There's, there's the link. How many games are in that? It. Oh, I when is there Amazon any of my money? Is there Pac Pac Man thing coming out yet? What's that? At 20, oh, it should be like this week. Is it like the 27th or something? Like this Friday? Yeah, I think it's supposed to be I think here? it is this week, and it's on Game Pass as well. So yeah. I have no excuse not to get into there. I'm None. still annoyed. There's no Miss Pac-Man of any kind in there. None of it. Nuts. Yeah, it's stupid. She's not even referenced. Dude, you've got the best Pac-Man game ever made, and you're not including it yeah, in your freaking yeah. volume two? Stupid. What are you doing? Stupid. That's why they, every time they release one of these, they, people get mad. But you know what? It's working for them because what they do is they keep releasing them and going, yeah, let's do it about 80%. And then we have a bunch of people yell, and then we'll release another one. Uh -huh. Well, you're not <laughs> wrong. I think there is right? there's some there's some hoochie-coochie going on there for hoochie, sure. Hoochie-coochie there. It's yeah. not right. It's not right at all. All right. Boy, this Daytona thing's still on my mind. Uh, thanks, Ryan, and thanks, Jason, for your emails. You guys are awesome. Please send emails to playretroshow at gmail.com. We love reading them on the show and be happy to next time. All right. A lot of you will remember the year was 1996. Five? Six? No, I think that's wrong. Was, yeah, 1990. Yeah. Japan was 95. I think that's what was the confusion. I think they really do because we, had, we usually do U.S release dates but i think i'm gonna look it up because i want to be sure release date was december 3rd 1990 oh, north america 95 okay so 95. december it. of 94 Sep in japan september yeah. of the following year here in the u.s uh europe got it in september later that month and then november for australia um anyway playstation ps1 a console that in many people's eyes have not aged that well however right I think this is a great topic because we are going to, and we'll probably do this with other consoles as well, but we're going to look at what that first party release day, not first party, release day titles look like, third and first. So 
Well, we had things like Battle Arena Toshinden, ESPM Extreme Games, uh, NBA Jam Tournament Edition, Rayman, Ridge Racer, yes. whole bunch of this stuff. Street Fighter, the, the movie. Shmups. Yeah, shmups. Uh, a bunch of games that I bought five of, I think. Let's see. I bought Toshinden, ESPN, Rayman, and Ridge Racer. So how many is that? That's four. Wow. That's nice. So I bought four. That's a well, good haul. I went I went a little hard that day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um anyway, we're gonna we're gonna do like less of a let's pick one of these games apart. We're gonna look at this whole lineup and see how how it went, how to go. Like where are yeah, we now? I did which which one was the big seller? Which one uh had the legs to to keep on kicking on yeah. down the line? What kind of decisions did PS, you know, the PlayStation Sony make in that first run? Because it's interesting because, you know, Nintendo day one releases. What was that? Who was really competing them with them on the NES day one? Yeah. yeah. You know, but Sony, here they are, the new guy on the block, and they got to pick some games. Yep. And this is Try what they picked. into this market. Yeah. And there were only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten total games. Yeah. On, on launch day, which is a little low compared to what you might expect today. Um, yes. The N64, Maybe. I think, only had like two first party and maybe right. three third party. I mean, it was lo- it was a, not a lot. Yeah, um, that's I'm more what they were used to. Support as well as it did. Well, it's because quality over quantity. I think. I mean, right. Nintendo magic. When that exists, you're going to sell consoles. That's right. And you could even argue, like, yes, the 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 Wii U is considered a, a failure, but amazing games came out on the Wii U. Most yeah. of which are being ported to the Switch, so it doesn't matter anyway. Um, but anyway, <laughs> we'll talk about all of those and why Battle Arena Toshinden is absolute garbage now. It is not a good oh, fighting game. Oh, you think game. so? Oh, it's bad, Brian. It's bad. It's bad. I was thinking it was uh, pretty uh, okay. Pretty terrible is what you should say. That's how pretty, you spell that. Uh, pretty, yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. They're not good. Yeah, I think um, I'm, but we're going to look at them all. Correctly. We'll we're going we're gonna to talk about those. No, if wait. There's... Did, there wasn't this on the... Uh, didn't they also have a, a version of this? Might have only released in Japan. Pan. Did they also release this on the Sega Saturn? No, Toshinden was a Sony. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they yeah, did? no, no, they did. They released one uh, followed by ninety six ports for the Sega Saturn, Game Boy, and MS DOS. And the, I would argue that the Sega Saturn, which I actually have a copy of, not that bad. Was it Battle Arena Toshinden two or one? Because one, I, I think, think, was pure Sony that year. I don't I think, think they. Was, oh yeah, yeah. When it was re- when it was originally released, it was pure Sony, but it was ported. Oh, okay. In 1996. Oh, I could see that then. Yeah. Well, yeah. they shouldn't have because it's bad. It's a bad game. <laughs> um, and we'll talk about why. And also, what of these games are worth playing today? Like, could you go back and play some of these? Maybe. I don't know. I think Ridge right. Racer holds up kind of. I think Street Fighter the movie is better than it has any right to be. Yeah. Um, there's a few on here. I even I really like the ESPN Extreme Games. I played that a ton. I, I'm sure it's bad though. <laughs> if I went and looked at it, sure. I'd be like, oh. <laughs> Anyway, so we're going to do that, and uh, that'll be next week. Rayman and all those PS1 and the crew. release games. Yep, and Brian loves Rayman because he doesn't have arms or, or legs. He just has floating feet and hands. It, you, it, you love like, that. With no limbs, it makes no sense. Yeah, you love that. Admit it, though. Admit that you love it and that you want to have sex with I, it. No? I, okay. It's Maybe. weird. It's really weird. You're not wrong. It is very weird. All right. I want to thank uh, everybody out there who helps support the show at our Patreon, patreon.com slash play retro. Please continue to do so. And if you've got friends that love this sort of stuff and get hooked on the show, uh, maybe encourage them to do the same. It doesn't cost much and it gives you a whole lot of benefits. Uh, the main one being it keeps it on the air. So big, big thanks to everybody 
If you're looking for a always commercial free version of the show and bonus content every episode that you're not going to get anywhere else, uh, check it out. Plus a bunch of free stuff during the week here and there. You never pay for any of that. All you pay for is the show itself and it's cheap. So check it out. Patreon.com slash play retro play retro show at gmail.com play retro on twitter play retro show on twitter rather and frogpants.com slash play retro for all the details you might need that i didn't mention here hey brian anything else you want to say before we go absolutely twitch.tv forward slash brian dunaway i play these games throughout the week if you really enjoy uh to torture yourself uh tune in on thursday nights when i do all the tech troubleshooting that's the most fun oh yeah the fun just rolls off the tongue that way. Yeah. That way. Uh, I'm over at frogpants.com slash or frogpants.tv or if you prefer twitch.tv slash frogpants. That's where you can follow all the podcasts that we do live as well as occasional gameplay as well. We've been playing an escape room simulator with my daughter and that's been really fun. Uh, freaking Shipbreaker just came out today and I might be streaming more of that now. Got to what choice do you have? And I like to play retro games as well. So check it out. Catch it out. Check it out. That's what I'm trying to say. Catch it out, baby. Catch it out uh, when you can, when you can. All right. That was twice I said the same thing. That's going to do it for us. (laughs) Thank you all for listening. Have a fantastic rest of your week. And we'll see you next time. Body blow. Body blow. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Get smart or get knocked stupid. Body blow. Get knocked stupid. We're trying to be like Sega.